0: Hey, Jay, hi, it's Jeff Summers here, the pastor of Student Families, and I'm excited to be starting a new series tonight called Foundations. And this first lesson is what is the Bible and where did it come from? And I have three things that I really wanna answer for you today in regards to that. The first is where did the Bible come from, what is it about, and why should I care? Where did the Bible come from, what is it about, and why should I care? Uh, The passage that we're gonna look at is 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, and that reads like this. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Okay, this, this passage, really sheds light on this whole idea of scripture and where did it come from? So that's the first thing, where did it come from? Uh, The Bible was actually written over hundreds of years with multiple authors in three different languages. And it says at the beginning in verse 16 that all scripture is breathed out by God. And what that means in theological terms is God, through what we call organic inspiration, the Holy Spirit would come on a person, whether it's a prophet or a writer, a psalmist, someone who's, who's writing uh, a different book of the Bible, and the Holy Spirit would kind of use their personality, their gifts, their abilities, their background, as they wrote something that God had given to them. Sometimes it was very literal, like an Old Testament prophet who would say, thus saith the Lord, and be very specific, you know, almost like God was dictating to them. But all the way to a New Testament writer who maybe is writing a letter, passionately from the heart uh, that the Holy Spirit is kind of working through exactly what they're saying uh, so that it says exactly what God wants. Um, A great example of this is Moses in the Old Testament. Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible, and he had the greatest education that you could possibly have had at that time. He grew up in Pharaoh's court. Now, think about that. Uh, To have that kind of education, uh, the things that he knew— it was incredible that God chose him in space and time to write five books of the Bible, the very foundations, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. So God also used these different writers and different genres as he was writing scripture. We have historical narrative like first and second Samuel, which is the life of David and Solomon. We have poetry like the Psalms, We have uh, apocalyptic literature like Daniel and the book of Revelation. And then we have simple letters like the epistles. So there's many genres, many different ways that God is speaking through his people. Now Christ affirmed the entire Old Testament when he was walking and doing his earthly ministry. Christ actually quoted from every part of the Old Testament. Uh, at different times in his ministry, thus affirming that he saw the Old Testament as scripture. So when the God of the universe affirms something, you can take confidence that it is scripture. So obviously the words of Jesus himself are scripture, which you'll find in uh, the Gospels in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then you have the letters primarily written by Paul and Peter and a few other authors in the New Testament. and. Those all had to have either apostolic, uh, that means the apostles themselves either wrote those letters or they affirmed the writing of those letters. For example, Luke traveled around with Paul uh, quite a bit. And so you see uh, these kind of relationships happening in the New Testament. And then those letters made their way into becoming scripture because they were used for hundreds of years by the early church all around the Mediterranean, those letters were copied and circulated and recognized as Scripture. It wasn't that they were chosen to be Scripture, but they were recognized, acknowledged, and received. So that's where we get the Scriptures and, uh, and where they came from. We believe that God, through the power of His Spirit, organically working through human beings, wrote uh, the entirety of the Bible. So the second question is, what is it about? Well, the Bible is primarily about Jesus. It's the story of Jesus from beginning to end. In fact, we believe that Jesus is mentioned in the very in Genesis chapter three uh, when it, when it talks about the idea that uh, the seed of man will crush Satan's head. That that's the first prophecy about the Redeemer who will come, and that there are multiple foreshadowings and stories about Jesus throughout the Bible. So from Genesis to Revelation, it's primarily about Jesus. Um, You think about it like this, the Lord of the Rings, who is that book about? You know, If you've seen the movies or read the books, the Lord of the Rings is primarily about Frodo and that ring, if you don't have him, you don't have the story of redemption, you don't have the central character that is the most important in that book. And there's many other characters, there's many other stories uh, that make up the Bible, but primarily, uh, the story is about Jesus. Also, the Bible tells the story of redemption. how How to become a believer of Christ and what that really means is definitely laid out throughout the scriptures. And so, it's a story of redemption and it's a story of God's people. Uh, It tells us the story of how God has called a people to himself, starting with Abraham and his descendants and going all the way through modern day today as Christians today are actually uh, the, the new Israel. We are a continuation of the people of God in modern times. Now, the Bible doesn't tell us everything. That's important to keep in mind. There are questions that we all have Uh, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Uh, Did Adam have a belly button? Or uh, much more serious things like where does sin come from? Why does God allow the existence of evil? There are certain things the Bible just doesn't answer. He doesn't tell us everything uh, that he knows. That would be impossible, right? The book is not big enough to handle that. But he does tell us everything that's important to him. And I think that's, that's important for us to know is that God has given us what's essential in his word, for us to know. He hasn't answered every question we have, but he has told us what's truly important. And because he's perfect, we can trust that he's not sitting up there going, oh, I forgot to tell them about this. He didn't leave anything out. Uh, He told us everything that he intended for us to know and that he wanted to say. Now, lastly, and this is probably the most important thing, is why should I care? Why should you care uh, about where the Bible comes from and, and what it's about? And I want you to imagine that you have grown up an orphan and that your entire life, you didn't ever know your mother or father. And the people that you've grown up around, some of them knew your father and could tell you a little bit about him, but so you would hear stories here and there, uh, and you were always very interested in those things, but you never really knew your father. Now, when you turned 18, somebody shows up who, actually says, I have a bundle of letters from your father that he wrote you over a 10-year period, and I've assembled them all and put them in one book. And these aren't just regular letters that he's written. They're letters that he wrote specifically for you. Now, can you imagine what that would be like? Would you just take that and put it on a shelf? No, I think you would grab it and immediately you would read through the entire book because you'd be so excited to know the heart of your father and to know what's important to him. And not only that, I bet throughout your lifetime that book would be precious to you, and I bet you would grab it off the shelf again and again because every time that you read it, you would know the heart of your father even more, Um, and your relationship with him, even though he's not there, would deepen. I mean, that would be incredible. Well, in a lot of ways, that's like the scriptures that God has given to us. He has given us what is important to him the things, it is the story of redemption, it's the story of his character, and it's a love letter that he has written to us. The God of the universe has told us what is important to him, and yet we often just leave that book sitting on a shelf and we don't spend time pouring through it, getting to know him, because it's difficult, because it's hard to understand at times, because I'm busy, you know, and and I can relate to you in regards to this, I mean, how many times, how many hours do I spend sitting, wasting time scrolling through maybe social media or looking at YouTube videos or things like that, and yet the God of the universe has spoken to me and I have those words just sitting on a shelf or even on my phone, right, in that Bible app where I can just check it out and and really connect with the God of the universe. That's incredible. That's amazing if you think about it. The most important thing according to author R.C. Sproul, he said that for all of us to know is knowledge of self and knowledge of God. That if you truly know who God is and you know who you are in relation to God, then that is the beginning of knowledge. That is what true the beginning of transformation of power and of understanding my purpose here on the earth. The second half of this verse that we read at the beginning says that, right? He says that all scripture is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Why? So that the man of God may be complete and equipped for every good work. The more you and I immerse ourselves in the scriptures, the more we're gonna be complete and the more we're gonna be equipped for what God is calling us to do. That's amazing. So I hope you'll pick up your Bible this week and that you'll dive in uh, and spend some time with your Father.